I'll teach to go back and look at the top if they're blogging, if they're not, obviously start with the websites, but start with the most traffic and be strategic with your time and intentional with your time. Start with the blogs that make you money. Hello and welcome to the Simple and Smart SEO Show, where we provide tips and advice to improve your website search engine ranking. I'm Brittany Herzberg, SEO copywriter for holistic health and wellness pros who want to show up as the answer to a Googled question. And I'm Crystal Waddell, an e-commerce seller and content creator. I help business owners communicate the value of their products and services through content so you can make more sales and grow your business. We are business besties who love learning and sharing what we've learned. So what are we waiting for? Let's jump in. All right. So what was your, what was your next question, B? I'm sorry. I don't even know if you got through your first question because I jumped in front of it. Well, no, we got it because we, right. Cause we asked her to describe or define or whatever SEO. And then I don't know what train track we just went down. <laughs> we were talking a lot was, about my business and insight with Google analytics, but we should probably talk about um, what the VA could actually do. Yeah, we could. Yes. Well, here's a question for you. Here's a question for you. So I know that SEO is something that you train your students with, but like, what do you see people come to you with any base or foundation of understanding of SEO? Like, what is the thing that people are like, oh yeah, I know this about SEO. Is there anything? I very rarely have that person who does that, who knows it all already. That's usually an uh, an area where they're feeling weak. And I give them exactly what they need to know to get started. So the whole point is they can implement their clients' marketing strategies. So I'm not teaching them to be an SEO specialist. Like there will be another training, especially with a lot of the tech. Like I give them the rundown, um, optimizing with the Yoast you know, plugin and file naming and meta descriptions and all of that. So they know what to get started and then tracking this for their clients but I mean, you know, like you can just keep going and going, but my SEO module is an hour and it's probably too long, but it's like one of my favorite. <laughs> and that's awesome. What do you, out of curiosity, because now I'm like, well, I think Crystal and I both have some things that are similar and some things are slightly different about like where we would suggest people start. Where do you start people with when it comes to SEO and like learning it? Well, a lot of times I, we go back and optimize what's already there. Because mm-hmm. there's usually clients who aren't don't have it. They have nothing. Like I said, they have the website designer who does nothing. And mm-hmm. especially I'll teach to go back and look at the top if they're blogging. If they're not, obviously start with the websites, but start with the most traffic and be strategic with your time and intentional with your time. Start with the blogs that make you money and work on those. And then I really love doing the research for ideas and kind of steering clients toward that. Cause clients will tend to like ping around. And I'm thinking about yeah. my lot, lot of creatives. Like I have a furniture painter I work with and she's always doing like in-depth tutorials. And I have to bring her back and like how to paint furniture, how to top coat, furniture, yeah. you know, and I have to like break <laughs> it out of her and remind her. And it's just like, sometimes they don't see that, right? Like you don't see what's in front of you. And so mm-hmm. Having a VA who can use your SEO tool to do the research for you and track things and tell you like, this is working. Like, look, this is growing. Like all of that's helpful. Well, okay. So you just validated me. I have to, you know, as a a teacher, I have to show you guys my work here. Oh my downloaded, Yeah. (laughs) I downloaded from Ahrefs, um, the, the, all of the URLs and the keywords and everything that I was ranking for. And then as I was thinking about it last night, I was like, okay. 
now that I've got most things cleaned up and I know the direction that I want to go, what should I do next? And I thought, you know what? I need to optimize those pages that have the highest traffic value. Mm -hmm. I'll start there and just make those, make sure those are perfect. And then I'll work my way down. So you saying that I was like, I just did that, you know? (laughs) So I want to say thank you for that. But one, one question I had about like working with, like, say, if you're going to call them an SEO assistant or something, instead of a virtual assistant, how do you give access or how do they get access Mm. to people's websites? Um, And how does that work? I mean, because are they, you know, writing meta descriptions and then giving it back to the person and saying, here, place this here on your website, or do they actually have access to the back end? How yeah. do you handle that? Well, I that's why I do the versatile marketing assistant. So you can trust them with basic up, updates with WordPress. I do Kajabi and WordPress, but you know, Squarespace is easy to figure out. You can give mm-hmm. logins for the and add them as users. You can add them as users to uh, Google Analytics. And they can have their own thing, but that's nice when you can track them in case something like they mess yeah. it up. You can see who did it or you can revert back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I get, I totally give them access you. to that. And I just, um, that's always my biggest fear side note is like, I'm going to go in someone's <laughs> back end. I mean, Emily and I collaborated on a project and I was like, Emily, please like watch me. So I don't screw this up. <laughs> I have, I have, I've been on the phone with GoDaddy, like bring the website back. Yeah. <laughs> like a plugin that broke it. But I mean, yeah. every time it happens, I guess it, I get smarter first mm-hmm. of all. But yeah, I mean, it, it could happen, but there's always some backup, you know, to use. It's just figuring out how to access that. So Or who to call. Yeah, but <laughs> Emily, I keep what's the, the number? <laughs> yeah, I usually try to keep the marketing assistants inside the posts or the pages. Like they're usually at this like mailroom level. They're not usually designing something from scratch, you know, like they're going in there and optimizing. And I think that's such a good way to learn and get somebody learning your site and where things are and what your content is. And if they can start with the content that exists, if they're a go-getter, like that will just open up doors for them to like step up in many different Mm -hmm. roles for you. Mm -hmm. So I have a piggyback or follow-up question for that because I wrote down what are helpful things for business owners to have in place as far as SEO Mm -hmm. goes so that the VAs can actually help them modify or optimize those pieces. Oh, that's a good idea. I don't know if they have to have anything in place. Like they, well, I'm even just talking about like the accounts or, um, you know, what kind of, what pieces of the strategy should they have, or just like, what are the basics that you can be able to say here person, please help me. Yeah. I think Mm -hmm. them kind of figuring out what are the word, helping decide what some of those words are, but I mean, a go-getter can go in and expand on that too. What Mm -hmm. I find is a lot of, a lot of people don't even know that. So I would like to be able to Mm -hmm. just get access to the SEO, like at this level, like the client piece for the SEO, I do Uber suggest. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I give my team access and I'm like, go in there, figure it out, like what's ranking and what's working. So I'm kind of not really answering your question because I don't think you have to have (laughs) anything. I think if you have someone who has a head start and understands it, they could just run with it and own Mm -hmm. that. And I think having that spreadsheet like you have where you can track it and see over time, I know that data is in Google, but like I like a spreadsheet and I like to see where the positions are. I like to remember what that word is. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. So two follow-up questions to that or one, (laughs) actually one comment and a follow-up question. (laughs) Well, no, I'm just thinking, hello for all three of us. This is an opportunity right there. I think that is an amazing freebie that would be so helpful to a business owner Yeah, is, you know, how to prep for, you know, an SEO assistant, you know, because you have to be able to have 
an intelligent conversation or you're going to end up with a website that has no meta descriptions, you know? So it's like, okay, what are, what are the things that you want to be able to check off a list? Even if you don't know exactly what they are, you want your person to be able to understand what those things are and you want them to be able to show you where they've been implemented. So I think that is actually a really, really great idea and helpful, you know, line of questioning and, and thinking or whatever. And then the other question lost it, but maybe I'll find it a little bit. I have something to add to that. I had a a lady from my course and I'm going to throw her under the bus right now because she will not listen to this. She, I got her a a job with a big wig helping go back and optimize the blogs. And she never reported what she was doing. No, I I don't. All you have to do is say like, I think these 10 blogs, like track them, say what the keyword is. You could even like Yeah. Document the word before, like document the ranking before. And that way you get your own results as a freelancer, right? Like you can use that, but yeah, she wasn't reporting anything. And this client is a huge person and was like, Mm -hmm. what the heck? And she kept saying, I just want to know what you're working on. It wasn't even like a mistrust thing. It's just, I want to know this is happening because it's one of those things that's so long-term, you don't see the results immediately anyway. And Um, the big wigs are the ones that want to track that stuff. Sorry. This is one of my hills that I'm like, this this grinds my gears to no end because I have yet to work with a client who hasn't been messed over by some strategist, marketer, copywriter, you name it. And it drives me bananas because it's not that hard to track what you're doing. Even if you feel like you're annoying the client, I just like will fire off emails. Hey, da, 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 today. Like I'll say what I did, um, what the page was, the date, like whatever it is. I might also have that on my own spreadsheet, but like letting them know just so that they are aware that you are doing something. Yes. Sorry, Crystal. I'll stop talking. Okay. Well, no, that's okay. That reminded me of what my question was. So that was the question. How (laughs) do you, how often do you follow up? You know, like how often do you do the report on the keyword changes or updates or that type of thing? You know, is Mm -hmm. that something that you have a recommendation on? I feel like monthly. I feel like that's Mm -hmm. not something the client, when you think about busy business owners, we don't need a weekly report. We don't, we just want to know it's getting done. So I feel like whenever you invoice, that should a hundred percent be part of your invoice. And so I have this whole blog catalog that I do and I give my students in my course and it's like, what is the top traffic? What is a ranking blog? What are the keywords? Like, how is it monetized? What's the call to action? Um, What's the, usually I embed either a podcast or YouTube. So like I have it all mapped out and just to be able to show your work that will help Mm -hmm. with any kind of, um, what's the word I'm thinking about? Like if you get in any kind of argument about the work being accepted and and completed, you you need that that. backup. Yeah. Yeah. You need Mm -hmm. that as an independent contractor. You need to say, look, this is what I did. And because, because a lot of that, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But a lot of that comes from just like the business owner. The, I told you I was going to interrupt. The, a lot Be of this so comes excited. from the business owner just not knowing. I don't yeah. want to call it ignorance, but it's like they just don't know what they don't They're know. Afraid to ask. They're always yes. afraid to ask. It goes because back to it, what it's I an said. ego thing. It's an ego thing. It's such a like an ego trip because it's like, well, I have to pretend that I know what I'm talking about or that I know what to expect and just not even knowing the right questions to ask. You know who, um, somebody, you know, and I'm not going to throw her under the bus right now, but she hired some SEO company to help her and Mm -hmm. she's very disappointed. And I don't, I wonder Mm -hmm. if they did any of that. Cause I think it's one of those easy services to be like, yeah, I did it. And you just don't know. And and was it done right? And they don't have the knowledge to course correct, you know, and that's the biggest thing. It's like, 
just a big giant like you know the what is it the man behind the green curtain or whatever in the wizard of oz and like you're just like here's some fancy stuff like i can do this stuff for you but then there's never anything to back it up and the business owners feel you know cheated out of something but they they don't know what to say or how like you said they don't know how to course correct because they're like well i've hired you you're a professional i'm supposed to like just trust you Okay, but but I uh, just to be devil's advocate here too. I think sometimes the goals shift, you know, especially yeah. like as you learn. Um, because I'm thinking even from the perspective of our e-commerce site, you know, just recently I've been able to, you know, understand some of this reporting from Google Search Console or Google Analytics, and it's saying, okay, these are the blogs that people are visiting. And you know, after talking to Ashley and after listening right now to Emily, it's reinforced this idea of like, okay, what retargeting campaigns can we, you know, start running as a strategy to say, okay, you looked at this blog and I wrote this content specifically to meet them before they need us, right? Yeah. But now I need to continue moving them to where they need to buy our product. And so that's the new strategy question. That's the new strategic things I'm that come in. So glad you said this because I just did a VIP day with an ad set up for a client a couple of weeks ago. I told you I do everything. And <laughs> one of her really good traffic ads is to a blog. Mm-hmm. And that's amazing because mm-hmm. you capture that data and you can retarget yeah. them. So yesterday I was like setting up my little traffic ads and I'm going to go to my, my, my blog is getting 2000 hits a, a month. And I'm going to just start sending different audiences there and testing it out. But yeah, like this is a strategy that I think works because I think we're tired of being over-marketed to in, in yeah, a certain right. industry. And you're like, oh, an article, I don't have to opt in. I don't yep. have to like get an upsell and a order bump and know that there's like a huge pitch coming. It's just a freaking article. And so I'm going to see, I'll report back to you. I'll let you know. Yeah. Let us know. Awesome. Because I think that that's also kind of what you just said is also why those case studies have been you know, rising in the the marketing world because people want to see stories. We don't want to have to opt into crap. We don't want to have to watch something or get the order. I hate, I hate order bumps. <laughs> and I don't use that word very often, but like, I, it just makes my skin crawl. I'm like, I understand it, but can we not? I just wanted to yeah. get this template thing. We, that needs to be on the bumper sticker. I love it. <laughs> We're going to put it in our merch <laughs> stuff, I'm sure. Oh, I have to tell you what happened to me last night. Yes. I am a, a DCA affiliate for Amy Porterfield, right? My audience is a lot of virtual assistants who don't want to spend money. So like my sales are like, <laughs> you know, like they're not doing great and I'm questioning everything right now, but I get this random person who DM me yesterday said I was Googling DCA affiliate bonuses and I loved yours. And it was all because of SEO ladies. So that's what made me, what made it stand out to me because I was like, somebody, I missed that keyword is really what it made it uh, stand out to me. (laughs) You're still doing amazing though. Cause aren't you on page one with that? Yeah. Rank at number three. That's awesome. She wrote it like two weeks ago, a week ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I know, I know. Right. It's pretty crazy. Okay. So before we go, because we have to go here in just a minute, um, there's two really important questions I have. We've talked about it just a little bit, but the relationship between content and SEO, if Mm. you could sum that up in about 30 seconds, what are your thoughts on that? The relationship (laughs) between content and SEO. Okay. I need five seconds. Okay. SEO first. 
Okay. Like, you know, first. <laughs> like that, that's what I do. I don't sit down and write a blog. I mean, my beginning blogs were terrible, but I always start with the SEO on that because I want to be able to write quality content and be able to naturally talk about it. I'm not about keyword stuffing. And it, to me, I think like the journalism brain, the story editor of me, like I can write about anything under the sun, right? So I need mm-hmm. to have that focus and know right. the purpose. And so, yeah, for me, it's SEO first. It always, it has been the, the where I have sucked is my own podcast. Cause I tried to do like cutesy titles, like mm-hmm. friends with like the one who, and I tried to be like, the <laughs> massage therapist who now copyrights <laughs> testimonials. And I'm like, that's, that's not me. working. And I know, <laughs> I know, I know better. And sometimes I'm just a rule, like rule breaker. I try to be rebellious and it sometimes it just doesn't work and it's not working. But here's so, the thing with that too. Like you can go back and change the titles. Crystal and I have yeah. recently been playing with like the descriptions and the titles. It's okay. You're not married to that. And yeah, really just, any piece yeah. of content you could modify. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I have, and I've updated things, added the year because the year helps and, mm-hmm. you know, change the published date, but absolutely. So I, that's what I think. What do you think? I applaud you. Cause I think that's perfect. I mean, if, if you're, yeah. if you're thinking of SEO first, when it comes to content, you're going to be answering the questions that are going to help you show up as the answer to those questions on Google One to of bring the first this full circle. Tasks- yeah. And one of the first tasks I teach my virtual assistants, and it's in one of my little opt-ins, it's like resizing, watermarking, and file naming photos. You talk about mm-hmm. something you can give to a VA because uh, you don't want large images, right? That, like that slows down mm-hmm. your site. That affects your site speed, which affects like your balances. So I teach them. And it's it's a little bit of like repetitive baby work, but you get your foot in the door. You do your rite of passage. You learn how crucial that is. You never put a four megabyte headshot on your website, unless it's like your press page download. And so we start with that. So that's something a VA can help with, right? Like doing those repetitive tasks that still are crucial to your SEO. You have to go back Mm -hmm. and fix it. Yeah. I, and I love that. Like I, I took a a course from uh, SEM rush that was uh, content led SEO, but really it is SEO led content, you know? Mm -hmm. So I kind of, I do like that better. But then, okay, so here's my last question. And I mean, we, this has been amazing. Like Brittany knows the yes. coolest people. And I'd like to say, I knew you too, but you know, you knew so me glad first. You knew yeah. me first. It's like, but Brittany's like, but she's my friend first. So, um, but that's okay. I'm just so glad to meet you today because this is just over in, uh, you know, exceeded my expectations. But what do you think about when you were talking about the um, people coming to the website because of the blog or whatever, what do you think of the power of that in terms of first party data and having mm-hmm. people coming to your website? Like how powerful is content in that way when you think about first party data and going forward in marketing online? Are you talking about like from like a credibility authority factor or like domain authority? Or like, what do you mean? More from a customer access, you know, customer data access point of view, you know, because like Facebook and all of these other places, they're struggling with this concept of third-party data. So it's like when you have people visiting your website because of SEO, how powerful is that? I just want to see your thoughts. I I mean, I think that's what's putting me in the big leagues with some of these big coaches is because I'm doing this. I'm taking the effort. That's because I have a marketing background. A lot of 
gosh, I'm like digging my, my counterparts, but a lot of them are admin executive backgrounds. And I'm like, I know what I'm doing here. And it's a matter of time, but I know that that's like your first impression is like, I'm looking for a specific answer and I find you. And I try to like track how people find me, how they apply, how they find my Facebook group. And the top ones right now is Google search and YouTube and they're, Mm -hmm. and they're related, right? They're related. So I think it's, like something that a lot of people aren't doing. And I think as things swing and ads get more expensive, I think this whole organic traffic is going to be sexier and people are going to wish they would have started three years ago. Yep. I totally agree. Totally agree. Soundbite. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Although I might've been talking over it. (laughs) I have to tell you um, one thing I want to mention, because I know you need to go Crystal, but One thing that I help clients do a lot as a smart marketing VA was when they did a Facebook Live, when they did a podcast, was transcribing that, putting that article, being able, I'm not writing from scratch, but I'm using my marketing brain to help my client, like find the right email catchers, you know, find the right next click through thing, embed the right piece of content, but I'm taking something the client already did. They never have to get involved. Like I can take your words, even if you voxered me and I can help you create the content. And that's something that your smart marketing assistant can do for you because we all know like by the time you write the blog and format it and do the graphics, I mean, it's a whole day. Like it really is a couple of hours. And so your VA can help you with that and help you play catch up. Cause if you, you have, you're probably sitting on mounds of content right now that you could reuse like this podcast, like I could come back and reuse it for my stuff too. Yeah. You know? You should do Absolutely. that, by the way. <laughs> I will. Yeah. I will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the last thing we should probably do is, is there a, you know, a resource or like, where would you want people to like, go find you and like, go get your stuff? Okay. Couple things. If you want to hire a marketing assistant, you can go to my form, hireaunicorn.com. It's ranking on Google and you can <laughs> submit your job opportunity. I really try to keep it easy. You just add some tasks you need help with. You don't need to have this formal job description and I will share it with my work group. I have about 90 men and women who are freelancers with different you know, specialties, different things that they can help with. And then they'll just reach out to you and you won't be inundated like a Facebook group with 40,000 VAs. Um, so you can hire a marketing assistant. And then if you are thinking about either sponsoring your VA and let, letting them level up into marketing, if you want to become a marketing assistant, I have a course called the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School. There's a wait list. There's a podcast, there's a Facebook group, there's a YouTube channel, like all the freaking things. But if this is something you want, like come find me. I actually have the most fun on Instagram at Emily Reagan PR and I'll point you in the right direction. I love it. And don't worry, we'll put all of those links yeah. below. I'm sorry. In the show notes. In the show notes, yeah. which we learned oh. this week is actually called show descriptions. Yeah. <laughs> I have to tell you something. And I'm sorry, I can't stop talking, but um, I had a, a big, a big business owner. She's a multimillionaire and she's a friend. And when you Google her name, she doesn't come up. It's this like bodybuilder. And I'm like, girl, like you, we need to be able to find you first, like easiest thing to rank for. And I think you guys should talk about like the PR aspect of backlinks and yes. throw that in there for your next podcast episode and tease it out. See, cause I can, then I, I think- can go make my reel and we'll uh, re-highlight the reel that I made this week about it. Yeah. Oh, I missed that is, one. Watch. Is that a part two? Is that a part two? PR You're coming back. Oh my gosh. Basically... I just pitched myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Yay. it. Okay. Okay. All right. 
Let's tell the people bye. This was amazing. Don't worry. Yes. We're going to have Emily back so she can tell us all the things with yes. PR. It's going to be amazing. I can yeah. already tell. But Emily, thank you so much. It was so nice to meet you. This was a great, great conversation. Yeah, let's do it again. Thank you. Yes, please. Okay. Bye, people. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye, Crystal. Thanks for joining us today. If you like this info, subscribe before you go so you never miss out on something related to SEO. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs>guys, this is Crystal, one of your co-hosts from the Simple and Smart SEO Show podcast. If you're looking for a unique, handcrafted way to spruce up your home or office, then collageandwood.com is the perfect place for you. We are a small, woman-owned business that offers a range of beautiful wooden signs for your home or office. Our talented team of artists will work with you to create a sign that perfectly suits your needs. So why wait? Use promo code SIMPLE10 to save 10%. Visit collageandwood.com today. Save 10% with promo code SIMPLE10. That's collagenwood.com.